Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. Welcome to the Pop Culture Podcast, where two guys deliver a week's worth of pop culture news in a few minutes and then talk about nonsense for a really undecided yet so far amount of time. I'm Joel Joplin, joined by my reluctant co-host, Daniel. I'm not actually here. The 12th level necromancer druid Corvus Longstar will be running sound and asking us to let him sleep on our couch. We told him no the first time, and then he passed a charisma check. He also just got back from his uh, heroin um, overdose. Yeah, how, how are the arms feeling? Needly? They itchy at all? Yeah, they, they feel better, to be fair. <laughs> Preaching to the choir. In. Say what? I thought it said hero in. Can see what powers? Oh. Uh, I just got the stupid coin. Tale as old as time. Beauty in the East. I don't know if you could hear yourself from over there, but he said he thought it was hero in. But now all he has is a coin, so. Mm. Oof. And a debilitating addiction. His children will be right? born deformed. Not anymore? No. Y'all good. Sweet. Just on uh, on to Coke now, right? Yep. Cool. Coke Zero. All of the fun cocaine energy, none of the calories. I mean, it's not like Coke was getting people fat. Fair point. I recant my previous statement. All Coke is Coke Zero. I don't know how to feel about that. It's a running gag with uh, drugs on the podcast now. I'm liking this. Well, you know, you gotta keep it spicy for the edgelords. Anyway, so I want to immediately start off with a weird bit of news. Remember Will Smith? Yes, I do. WB doesn't. What did Aladdin use one of the three wishes? It may have been. Allegedly, according to official reports, he was replaced in the new Suicide Squad sequel because of scheduling conflicts Mm -hmm. by Idris Elba, who I was a little upset when I was telling people who he was. They didn't know who he was at first, and... I was personally offended. Heimdall from the Thor movies. He's the guy who's beating up Jason Statham and Dwayne Johnson in the new Hobbs and Shaw spinoff. He He should be playing James Bond. He is the one who's canceling the apocalypse in the Pacific Rim movies. I could never tell if he was saying they were canceling the apocalypse or they were cancer in the apocalypse. And I was like, like, are you killing the apocalypse? See, one's really imposing. The other one is just really dark. Cancer in the apocalypse would be a great album cover. That would. But the barbarians do that. Oh my lord, that'd be perfect. That's just bizarre. I Personally, people have said that he should be playing Bronze Tiger, who if you watch Arrow, mm-hmm. he's Michael J. White. He's the guy who uses the fancy brass knuckles with like... Have you seen like those old lady self-defense things where you squeeze it and two blades come out? Yeah. Make you like Wolverine? He's Black Wolverine with no healing factor and ninja skill. So Prowler? Yeah, a little bit. Um, Essentially, yeah. But he's a really good character on Arrow, actually. I don't care if they really just want to have him be Deadshot. That's fine. I just hope they're like, he's like, nah, that's my brother. You know, just he's clearly not Will Smith. I don't know if WB thinks they look alike. They're just both in-shaped black guys. They don't even look remotely alike. Totally different face shape. It's not the same. Also, one's from a different country, and I've never heard him be an American before. Oh, he's also in The Office. He's the guy that used the boss to go for a while, and Jim couldn't work with him at all. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. He's aware of the effect he has on women. Yeah. And the effect he has on me. He's also who I would always want as James Bond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or John Stewart. It's kind of crazy. Oh my god, now we can't that. get him to be Green Lantern because he's dead. James Gunn. Fiddlesticks. Speaking of James Gunn, he released a trailer for a superhero horror movie. Ooh. Yeah. It's like, what if Clark Kent landed right, right. in Smallville, but he was like the kid who used to take the legs off of bugs one at a time to watch them squirm. Yeah, like the classic horror movie child, but Superman. And Roy the from The guy. Office is yeah, his adopted daddy. And Wild Style from the Lego movies is his mama. I just know her from 30 Rock as one of the funniest characters. Who was she in 30 Rock? She was... Oh, Jack Donaghy's one of his wives. Yeah, who was take, kidnapped in North Korea. And then she fell in love with that other guy yeah. while they were both captive. That show is weird and funny. That's so good. Do you have any news you want to hit us with in a sexual way or otherwise? Otherwise, since last week we talked about our, not really predictions, but more of what we wanted from a Gen 8 Pokemon. And actually this time, last week when we were recording, we didn't even know Gen 8 was coming out. It was just a rumor. 
Well, lo and behold, literally within five hours of us recording, they announced that, hey, we're having a Pokemon Direct, and then within another 24 hours, Gen 8 was a reality. So, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, did you guys see the review trailer for that? I did. I'm definitely playing as the monkey. Playing as, really, Grookey. Yep, Grookey. Grookey. I'm Grookey uh, all the way. It just bothers me that, like... I swear, if you say you're Sobble, are you Sobble? I just think the water types keep getting bashed in terms of design they they always look ugly they have so which one are you picking i'm thinking the fire type score bunny yeah same what about you yeah score bunny yeah okay obviously because it's the cutest one he's also apparently based on a soccer player yeah, no, yeah, he looks which, like... Which means he'll oh, probably be able to over-exaggerate his injuries to yeah. get a flag. Yeah, Ooh, that's interesting. based off Pele. Like yeah, false injury. I think that'd be an interesting move. Or like faint. Yeah, he learns it's faint. faint, faint. Yeah, <laughs> feign faint. Yeah, that'd be funny. Just want to say like, hey, that's cool. Sword and Shield. Never really expected Pokemon to name their games after a weapon and a defense. Well, is that or like Morning Star and Hot Burning Tar? Or, oh, actually... I, I really want someone to release like an, a version that's like Pokemon Hydra. The only things I really want to mention about this game is that there's a few leaks, quote-unquote. And one of them that I thought was super cool that I think you guys would like. I don't know. Did you guys see any of the leaks so far? Uh, No. I've been busy trying not to fail. Okay, perfect. So ultimately there are, this is heavily rumored, this is the same person who leaked everything about Let's Go and also leaked everything about Sun, or not Sun, about uh, Sword (laughs) and Shield, like, being announced. And so, uh... So anyways, this guy has actual credibility with all of his leaks, and his newest leak was saying that there's actually new armored evolutions. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did um, so you did that. see that. So it'd be Ooh. a new armored Charizard and stuff like that. Oh. It's how they, it, you know, Meltan, the Pokemon that they announced for Pokemon Go. Vaguely, yeah. So it, that apparently has something to do with this new one. So oh. that seems pretty cool. I really hope Cubone gets, like, some armor. Yeah, that'd be cool. So anyways, it's like a Mewtwo and Charizard are definitely getting one. And I'm just imagining they turn into gigantic mechs that mildly resemble what they used to look like yeah it'd be kind of cool i well what i imagine it would be like is since it's britain it's kind of like this middle medieval kind of thing or whatever i just imagine <laughs> oh it, governor give me a pokemon i just imagine it to have like i don't know just normal armor like a dragon with armor and stuff on it i just think that'd be that's actually cool. my only complaint about the new pokemon that, i don't really like the art style for the human characters really i think it looks like xenoblade chronicles i think it looks beautiful, i never liked actually. that game series so that, that's i think it's i really hilarious. hope in the game you just like in the starting area is just like this is beggar peasant Tom. He's yeah. like, hey, sir, do you have any more? Like, ha, let's battle. Give me money. He's like, but I don't have any money. Elder Toss. Elizabeth the second. <laughs> That'd be perfect. I, I love that. I want to fight one of those guards, like royal guards who don't move the whole time. You beat him and it's just die, like ellipses or whatever. Once they finish it, I think it'd be great. They can't even command their Pokemon to fight. They just like stand there and the Pokemon does their own thing. It'd be, anyways, so the last part of the rumor is that the rumored what the legendaries are going to be. So do you guys see this, too? I don't know. So. So, I've kept myself in the dark. Okay, so you know the... Uh, do you want to know? Or yeah. Wanna, okay, so you know the whole, like, um, Celtic symbol with the, like, snakes that are, like, intertwined and stuff yes. like that? Yeah. Um, so it's, like, a metallic snake is one of them. It kind of resembles the uh, Celtic symbol. And then the other one is the whole Trojan horse. So it's, like, a wooden horse um, is the other one. So there is a... So, yeah. It'd be kind of interesting. So... that's Hydra. So there's those two. Man, I had... Yeah, oh, no, don't you dare put your hands, you lich. Is it a lich? What was he? We can't use those words. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. You son of a lich. Oof. Lich, please. Hey! Stealing hearts. It's 1987. So, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Really looking forward to it. All of our predictions or hopes and dreams were crushed when they announced it because it was everything we didn't want, but it turned out to be everything that we didn't know that we wanted. That tends so, to be Nintendo in a nutshell. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually quite looking forward to it. It looks pretty great. Uh, it's on the Switch. It's on the big screen. There's something else Switch. I wanted to say about it. I hear that there are Pokemon in it. Yeah. It's I think I, I always just wanted if they were going to go three-dimensional with the characters for it to look more like NES 
Mm. From mm. like, I just feel like you should always be like a mildly obese, chunky child, not a string bean yeah. that looks like a me character. I would kind of like to see them go back, like sort of a spinoff to the Pokemon series that goes back to the pixel art style, because I've seen a lot of like. I was working for Zelda, so yeah. Minus Queen Elizabeth the Third, obviously being the uh, champion that you have yeah, to fight yeah. at the end. Final, um, the final gym is yeah. just the royal palace. Yeah, a, obviously. And the guy who has the water gym is a whaler who's just like killing whales with spears and harpoons <laughs> when you do yeah I, I want them to have like thick accents if anybody has like voice acting they need to be like super thick accented mm-hmm. start Maybe. battling the peaky blinders halfway through you know yeah, yeah. They need to... like how it really is modern day in, in the uk so since we know where this region takes place and now since we can plan in our head like okay this is what this game's gonna look like realistically what kind of pokemon do you want to see in this i want to see some metal pokemon that are just steampunk clockwork like maybe a water metal type that is clink clink and clink clink whatever that really dumb pokemon that's what they're called oh i thought you were just failing to make english welcome to black and white the literal worst trash sorry worst trubbish um it's called rubbish no that's a pokemon too son of a glitch (laughs) Have you seen Trebbish? I don't hang out with Pokemon that often. It might shock Oof. you. How do you spell go, it? Go on here. Go on. It's like rubbish with a T in front of it. Oh, man. You're going to be super surprised by this one. It's, a, it's probably just a garbage can. Or, yep. It's, look, it's a bag of trash. <laughs> it's literally a no. bag of trash. And Garboder, it's evolution. And then, oh, man, even better. Uh, Vanillite, the uh, ice cream cone the Pokemon. The first American-made Pokemon. Literally, category, out. trash bag. I yep. like, it's just really nice to see that my fiance's ex-boyfriend is getting work now. So oh, have fun, Trubbish. Oof. Oh, it's evolution is worse. Yeah, Garboder, click on it. I don't want to. No, dude. I have enough going on that the NSA is worried about. (laughs) So, uh... I mean, he looks startled to exist. Like, oh, God, I'm being sentient. Kill me. (laughs) Yeah. So, that is the worst Pokemon generation. And do you agree, disagree, black and white? Yeah. Which one's your least favorite? My least favorite? Yeah. If you can't think about it right now, that's fine. Give us some time. We'll give you time. It is probably black and white, yeah. Yeah, black and white was terrible. It black had some and... good ones, though. No, it had some good ones. I mean, that's what you yeah, get for basing your, your... Emphasis on some, though. It had it it had the worst, though. When your story is based some on good, segregation, you can only be so good as a Pokemon game. Yeah, well, legitimately, black and white was based off of, like, racism and stuff like that. And the I whole was idea making a joke. Like... Oh, my God. No, I'm not Nintendo. kidding. Yeah, and then it based around, like, the whole idea. Well, not, like, race, I guess, but necessarily more, like, species. It was weird. But it gets, like, the whole, like... Are Pokemon and humans like equal? Do they like no, both of have? Course not. Do they both have rights? Do they shouldn't have rights? Should Pokemon kill humans and like? It was dark. I it mean, was a weird. Bears kill yeah. humans? I don't bears. think we have a say. They, I'm, black I'm... and white went super anime. It was weird. And then they went to black and white too, which was even more anime. Oh my god! The new Devil May Cry. You know the the other new character. You're not Nero, but the other one who's yeah yeah I know. That's what I thought too when I saw him. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I just I realized that we're working with an, an anime legend right now. <sighs> have you seen him? I I'm still on. Him? Oh wow. How okay, Garbodor just looks like Totoro's failed clone. Look up DMC5 characters. Like, just type in characters. Yeah. So, as an emphasis of, like, what we're doing right now, we're looking up the third character in DMC5 because... Yeah, oh, my God. You should probably, like, This is your this perfect... Co- yeah, I was about to say, this is your cosplay. So, the new main character for DMC looks a lot like Zack. Yep. He, he, used, he, he uses he, a cane and, like, stabs people and stuff. I cool. thought he looked really dumb until I saw a gameplay where he summoned, like, an ethereal panther. Oh, yeah. He's super cool. And I was like, yeah. okay. Yeah, I thought he was going to be, like, some for the rest of us. Not a super cool guy. But oh. no, he looks a lot of fun. This to play. is the second Japanese game with an overtly sexualized country girl. Though. Have you seen uh, Mike Diva's Del My Cry trailer? No. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah. Post haste. Yeah. I don't know why I barked at the end of that. Yeah. Because so. British, you're still on Pokemon. So, so you want some like Clink Clank, which by the way, if you want to look up what I'm talking about while you're talking about, type in Clink Clank. 
Pokemon. Mm. Literally, Clank. it's a po- it's its name, right? Clank, Clink, Clank, Clank. Clink, Clank. It's Pokemon. Clink. So yeah. it's an onomatopoeia. Oh my goodness, it's awful. Yep. Look you know what grinds my gears? When you make gears for a Pokemon, what are you thinking? Look at the one beneath it, Magirna, the fairy. No, Wait, to the left. The, this thing? Yes. Oh. Beautiful. Actually, Magirna's not too bad. Everything else is worse. That it, looks like it, a Japanese it sex reminds robot. Me of the, uh, it looks like a mix of BB-8 and something else. The robot from the Jetsons. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of these dwarven spheres from Skyrim. Oh, yeah, I know exactly what we're talking about. Speaking of role-playing swords and sorcery. <laughs> Again, I'm, British people bark, apparently. Um, a pretty well-known Dungeons & Dragons offshoot or oh, organization called Critical Role. Yes. They, they've they got comic books with Dark Horse, which I was unaware of. They have a stupid mm-hmm. amount of fans. And they're like, hey, you know what? Why don't we make an animated special? Send some our way. Yeah. And so they, they asked for $750,000, um, and they had 45 days to reach that goal. Holy has, crap. I'm going to, yep, he, Daniel does not know the month, the amount they are at. I'm letting it yeah. fully load just to double check that it won't update while yeah, I'm reading. I, they stretched their goal like three times, right? I know they uh, met, seven times. I know they met their goal Eight times. within an hour. Yep. Yes, within an hour. Within an hour, well, they met their goal of 7,000. All right, Daniel, what do you think their numbers are? What's the last number you saw? Uh, last I saw was 3 million. Which is insane. Yeah. They're currently sitting at 6. Six million two hundred and nine thousand three hundred and forty nine buckaroonies by forty five thousand four hundred and thirty four backers with forty two days left to go in the campaign. Yep. Over a month left. Sweet baby Jesus. Yeah, this is going to be for how much money they're raising. It will probably end up becoming a TV series. Oh, they. Oh, and someone just donated, so change that last number to three hundred forty nine at the end of the six million. Yeah, um, another person just. It's going to become a TV series. They, they, they've already said it's going to be a season now. And that they have a plan to periodically do more fundraisers to make the next season and the next season yeah. until all of their whole story of called Vox Machina is completely played out. I really hope that because I know. Uh, oh wow! This I know no oh, one's okay. gonna get this uh, unless yeah, more money. Unless they're really big Critical Role fans, they probably get yeah, this. Percy's story when they head to his hometown. That whole plot point. Is he the guy with the funny hair? The white hair human guy with the pistols. I'm talking about in real life. Oh yeah, Talson. Sorry. Welcome back to reality. We're, I don't know any of their character names. I saw them do a thing. I was like, oh, small business. That's right, man. It's like, fantasy, cool. You guys are telling stories. I'm down with that. Pilot, t- Titan pilot Jack Cooper. I'm a fan of you. Yeah, from Titanfall 2. Yeah, and he's the DM with beautiful hair. He's also Luke Skywalker in Battlefront Deuce. And, and like everything. They're all voice actors. Yeah. Spartan Fred from the Halo franchise is a gigantic yeah. orc man. And Ashley Johnson Goliath. from Wings, yeah, the show in the 90s. She was like 12 at the time, and that was honestly the first thing I saw her Is in. Ashley Johnson the one that's Ellie in The Last of Us? Or yes. Right? Okay, yeah. She's busy being in the blind side making money. I just uh, think no, that's not insane. blind side, blind spot. Blind spot. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Blind people are everywhere. They canceled Daredevil out of nowhere. really blindsided us. I'm still salty. This is yeah. good. I'm actually surprised. The trailer's really good. The music for it, I'd never really heard. It was really good. The animation is by people who did The Legend of Korra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be pretty... They've all right, more money. Now yeah. it's up to $6,849,845. Yeah, they have some tests footage out on their on their youtube they also have their current campaign has an opening theme that has a really good song and everything fantastic i actually recommend people listen to it but that that helps me segue perfectly into a topic i wanted to talk about because as most people know at this point liking comic books and video games was pretty much frowned upon up until maybe the last five years or so i don't know exactly when it became cool yeah yeah because when i went into the military it was like hey you're a nerd. And when I came out, I remember showing up and seeing people playing Dungeons and Dragons being like, if you guys are doing that in public, you're going to get beat up. Yeah. And then they didn't. I was like, what has happened? Gundam style, YOLO, and Dungeons and Dragons were all things I was not prepared to encounter. I, it's kind of 21 Jump Street, bro, how like 
being environmentally conscious and everything it's the is cool like, thing yeah it's it's weird but i always i had like a weird disconnect because there are certain people at our school that whenever they're playing dungeons and dragons they're like oh wow these guys are really good storytellers and there's some people who they'll be like oh no looks like you didn't roll high enough you missed like whoa gosh dang it what and they're yeah. in a public place and i don't think they realize that they look like they've just had a stroke yeah, and also there are always the DMs who are it, like... It, it's always the theater kids, so when things get dramatic, it gets very dramatic. Yeah, and there are the DMs who will go like, Hello there! Just like really loud, yeah, where no. other people are just staring. It's, like, it's just a socially yeah, interesting that's, scenario. That's your problem. You guys are playing with the overview crowd, which is emphasis. It's college. You guys are playing with the college crowd. Come play with our serious crowd, please. Chris is going to be great. We'll be like, all right, you, uh, well, you, you how didn't serious? pass that charisma check, just like you never will in real life. Enjoy like, if dying something... alone. If something silly happens or someone makes a joke that's completely Someday ridiculous, your friends will is someone going to get mad? No, of course not. Okay. Animals don't live as long as us. What's the point of living? I I, I know the players who are like, I'm trying to be no, like serious. We, we, all right, so like, we, we take we take our story seriously and we take like our character seriously and we're like trying to like have fun with this. But that's the thing is like we're having fun with it. And so like ultimately it's a game. Well, if we're not having fun with it and we're taking it too seriously, then there's My no only real experience of D&D they're like hey you want to do a Star Wars one I'm like dude yeah I love Star Wars and me and another dude had a lot of fun and I call him Walgreens or no homeschool Kylo Ren because mm-hmm. he looks like and socially awkward well I guess that's just Kylo Ren yeah. but Kylo he looked, Ren is yeah. but he was Kylo Ren looks homeschooled he had a great yeah. character yeah, he was yeah. like yeah I was one of the last lines of clones Doesn't like it? embryo that was taken by a bounty hunter and raised so I'm basically another Jango Fett I'm like that's a really cool reason yeah. to be basically Jango Fett that's awesome yeah I was just like a random like bounty hunter me and this other dude got along we were having a blast like what are we gonna do we should do this i was like i rolled to seduce her and just having fun because it's you're mm-hmm. pretending to be in a world that a man with literally no difference between his neck and his chin created george lucas and it's you're just having fun there's no reason to get all all yeah. special about it i was like guys we're spending hours of our lives collectively making up an imaginary story together let's just have fun who cares? Yeah. It's going to be like, don't take us. So, and I would get mean mugged so hard by this guy. It was very sad. And there was the whole party thing where it's like, I want to do this. Like, no. And they would like active roles would just be going and counterbalance each other, essentially making it where nothing got done. A little yeah. frustrating, but it was very fun. Uh, it was my first sort of step into it. And it's always fun whenever you're waiting for someone to show up at the fishbowl to just watch people do D&D. Be like, hmm, is this going to be something really interesting? Or is this going to be one of those like social experiments where someone says something loudly and you're like, wow. Were you one of those kids that wasn't potty trained until they were like 12? I kinda, it's really fun. I kind of want to bring up the first uh, D&D campaign I ever well, DM'd. Hang on. You, you, I'll you save that for the end. Gosh dang it, he wasn't homeschooled. Adam Drivers. No, he was a Marine. Went to uh, Mishawaka Marine. High School. Frick. Mishawaka High School. Mishawaka. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I said I, that. I was Mishawaka, homeschooled, though. I um, was born in San Diego. Good for you. But man. so the guy who, what would be the best way to describe Joe Manganiello? Beside uh, a hunk of man meat. Made in Italy. Uh, imagine salt and pepper hair, glorious. I didn't face. mean like uh, like you're an erotica novel. Describe him like his buttocks glisten. Oh, in the describe moonlight. his personality. Yeah, just who he is. Like what movies he's been in. He was Flash Thompson in the T- Sam Raimi Spider Man movies. Uh, he's currently Deathstroke in the DC universe. Assuming they ever get their act together, yeah. He was temporarily in the movie Rampage, where he was hunting that gigantic wolf that could hang glide. He was my favorite character in that. He, I really was kind of pissed when he died. He was in that uh, terrifying Pee Wee Herman movie for Netflix, where for some reason he befriended the pedophile that is Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee uh, Herman looks like the guy that molested Ronald McDonald. No, he did. Oh, canonically. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The Burger King yeah. watch, that's why he's always smiling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, this is a really dark uh, lore we've just built. Yeah. Wow. I just, Pee Wee Herman really freaks me out. Joe Magnolo. Playhouse, Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse. Yeah, yeah, Playhouse. More like play with... 
your balls. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Was very Joe Manganiello was also in the Joel McHale show with Joel McHale. Or is Joe Manganiello's Crime Watch? Yeah. Which, really funny bit. He was one of the funniest guests. Him and uh, the original Oliver Queen from Smallville were two of the funniest guests on that show. Yeah. Anyway, well, he, Seth he, has a, uh, he has a clothing and sticker line, which I have ascertained and laden upon my yeah. Macintosh device. Yeah, it's called Death Saves, and it's like really dope It's all 80s death metal. metal. It's like if Megadeth had to design your D&D paraphernalia. He's like, why should it look like you're never going to see a girl's boobs if you play D&D? You should be able to like rock and roll and D&D at the same time, yeah. which I think has really helped, yeah. me, it's helped me sort of dip my toes hey, man, into yeah, the fantasy world. Because I didn't even want to play Skyrim when I was in high school. I was like, uh, do I look like a nerd? Which I said yes. to another guy in my drama class. So clearly the answer was yes. Yeah. Did you have any of the tattoos by the time? I did not. I didn't have tattoos until about a year into the military. Hmm. And then my parents disdained quickly followed. I'm yeah. kidding. His like first tattoo was that. the chest one. Which... Yeah, the gigantic eagle for America. Did, why did you get that one? Um, because, A, I've always loved eagles. A lot of Native, Native American heritage in like, going to places that had that. It's always eagles everywhere. And I was like, you know what I love? My country. Yeah. Quite frankly, we should have seen it coming because in like high school and stuff, he was always drawing like the Superman symbol on his chest with Sharpie. And I like, did not draw the Superman ch- thing on my chest. Yeah, uh, it was either that or the Batman symbol. I never drew any of that on my chest. Oh, yes, you did. I did? Yes. Well, I must have blocked that out. You did, it in the the ba- you did it in the downstairs bathroom in front well, of the mirror. A, that sounds really weird. He's like, you were in the bathroom for so long in high school. <laughs> what was and, that? And then you'd be like, dude, I was bored, so I drew this on my chest. And, we'd always, respond, and we'd always respond, why? And you're like... Because I had the Sharpie in there, which was not an excuse, but because we were idiots, we were like, that makes sense. Why did you have the Sharpie? It, that's obviously... He, there he are took worse it in things there. for a high schooler to be doing alone in a bathroom. He did... I mean, oh, I our little those sis- other things are more normal, though. I didn't go cross-eyed or get hair in Our my little palms. sister uh, tried to get... Uh, <laughs> said, like, hey, I don't want this Ken doll anymore. Do you want it? And started pawing it off to me and my twin brother. And we were like, no, we don't want it. Took it over to Joel, who was in that high school, I hate everything phase. And it's like I'm still in it. And it's like little girl was like, "Hey, do you want my Ken doll?" He like ready to explode. It's like yes. And then closes the door. Four or five minutes go by. We have no idea what's going on. I was watching Triple X, the first one with Vin Diesel. And then he opened. Really? Yes. The movie. Yes. Triple X. Yes. <laughs> okay. The Vin Diesel movie where he's covered in very cheesy tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. then he he opens up the door and Ken doll is now had has a whole bunch of tattoos all over him from Sharpies. I might point out they were very well done. They were, actually. He went to them? Yeah. Uh, NFL Street for Ideas, because they have tattoos and stuff. You're able to go on there. Yeah, I basically looked at video games where you can give people tattoos, and I Googled yeah. them, and I watched the movie, because so Sander Cage clearly has tattoos all over He has, like, uh, I remember he had a pinstriped, like, wings on his back. They were tribal, not pinstriped. It wasn't a suit, Daniel. We should, we should probably mention to clarify that you do have a giant eagle tattoo on the middle of your chest. Yeah, yeah. Fair yes. and uh, a compass on one arm, the X-Wing in which Luke pilots Darth Vader's TIE fighter, and the Millennium Falcon on the other arm, a Pokeball on one ankle, I feel like I'm forgetting one. Oh yeah, my Kendall. shoulders have tattoos, The Kendall um, and I'm going to be getting another one uh, on my left hip, and then another one when I get married on my ring finger. And I think Good. you said one on your back, maybe. Yeah, but I'm designing one on my left shoulder, where one of my worst injuries is. That way, every time it hurts, I'm like, yeah, but I got that serving the... Uh, the Empire, the 501st Legion, you know, or something like that. Are you that. getting the Empire symbol? I've actually have designed a logo that's a. I took my unit patch I had uh, at oh, Fort Bliss and I've turned and, but, it into a stormtrooper yeah, one because right. I don't look like Tamora Morrison, so I'm clearly not a clone. So that's. Yeah. 
I had to do logic. I'm not a Kiwi. I've yeah. tried. Yeah, the bird, the Anyway, fruit, back or to the Joe person. Manganello, whose name is difficult for me to spell because it has so many I's and he's look at that. There's a lot of there's a double L, there's an O. See how difficult that is? It's like Megan. Manga. Manga. It's actually manga. Manga, I can't Manga right Nani Alio. Uh, Manga Elio. Yeah, anyway, he is an anime boy. He, he, he sort of helped me be like, he helped hold my hand, essentially. He was like, look, it's okay, it's cool. He, do you like rock and roll? I was like, yeah, got two ears and a heart, don't I? And he was like, all right, well, what if you also liked pretending to kill monsters with your swords? I'm like, I do like that. I have, a, I have an umbrella that looks like a sword, and I've yet to kill anyone with it for legal reasons. Yet. And uh, so it got me thinking. He was like, yeah, you know, the satanic panic. I'm like, the satanic panic? So I did research on the original reason why mm-hmm. parents were like, TNT's up the devil. And I legitimately watched like a New York Post or, what, or like the Times mini documentary on this. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah. So, I, I was just, I can look uh, up when you said that because I love. Originally, the yeah. game was thought out as a, there were two people who used to play military strategy games. You get like a grid system, mm-hmm. very ex-commy. You place troops, you move forward. It's who wins the battle. It's very, yeah. very dry. And eventually one of them was just like, you face a minotaur. Like, what? Like, you face a minotaur? What's George Washington going to do now? Is he going to still cross the Delaware to fight the minotaur? Like, I guess uh, this. And then it slowly kept evolving right. and evolving. Is that literally how D&D started? It was a military strategy game. And then they're like, well, what if we did, like, fantasy characters? I'll, I love that. Mm-hmm. It was like someone was modding a real-life imaginary game. Oh, my God. And it just took off. Anyway. Assassin's um, Creed needs to do mods. that. And the, yeah, and that's the, where mods came from. Yeah. They were modifying the real life. All right, that's what like uh, homebrew, like sort of card games, where like twos are wild and stuff like that. It's basic anyway, symbol of that. In the 1980s, a boy in Michigan went missing, and a private detective from Texas named William Deere was hired to look after him. He didn't have a lot of information, so he went to the dorm. He lo- looked at it. He was like, "You know what? I've been looking at that corkboard over there. I think those pins they look like." A layout for the sewer systems beneath the school. I've seen the picture. It really did. But let's say that he sees something I don't. He then went on a search party down there, and guess what? They found nothing because he wasn't there. I don't even know if they actually had confirmation that he was still playing Dungeons & Dragons or that he'd even played it. But he was like, I think he was playing the Dungeons & Dragons down here in the sewers. I hear some kids like to hang out in the pooper. I don't think many kids would intentionally inhale those fumes. But it was the 80s. Maybe they just wanted to get out of life. Yeah. Anyway, so he goes to the, there. He follows the corkboard pins, thinks it's a map. And he's like, the boy left because he was possessed by the devil playing D&D. He's got violent and de- demonic aspects that have warped his mind. And the news is, of course, like, are you serious? The devil was controlling our children? Don't you, oh, I do declare. Don't you love the era where it was like, the detective could be like, well, it's quite a serious matter here. We want to take family into account when we're doing this, but... It was probably do- demons. And they were like, that makes sense. Absolutely. Later on, the boy was found unharmed, and he was not playing D&D, uh, at least when they found him. He just ran away from school. Yeah, I mean, I saw him. He looked kind of... He was an IT professional in the 80s, which means he was like, what, doing DOS? It's not a very li- like lively experience. He probably just like, I gotta get out of here, Have you heard of this new game called Doom? But the same... Runs on a toaster. They were like, he didn't... He wasn't kidnapped by a cult. He didn't run off to go sacrifice babies. He wasn't covered in cut marks and, like, had a third eye that allowed him to see into the ethereal plane. He just left because he was, like, not not having it. But the satanic panic had already started and the news had already taken off and run. And then, I think this is pretty funny. The Catholic Church was started a second crusade against D&D. Like, really? You think that's more dangerous than your priest deadling children? You're going to protect our kids? No, thank you. So the private, a lot of people believe the private detective actually really just was looking to, he was on his last leg of his career, so he was looking for one final hurrah. So he was like, I bet if the devil did this. Um, but Catholic televangelists 
were like doing television specials about and if your children's playing of the devil they're rolling the six-sided die they're trying to find out if they can go into the dungeons then they will be possessed by satan i mean this is like if the balloon boy thing like like oh no he wasn't in the balloon at all and they're like but still balloons are super dangerous and we need to crack down on this what the heck are you talking about What's the balloon on? boy where the people pretended that their kid was stuck in a balloon that was like floating up in the air and in fact the kid was hiding like in a basement in the oh house. yeah they thought he was like yeah yeah, yeah. I yeah. Remember this. Um, okay but yeah it's just a bizarre turn of events yeah. and basically the whole narrative the fake news essentially but it had taken off and it was really too late for them to counterbalance it and be like no that didn't happen yeah. it's not really bad i mean the same thing happened with pokemon which is the reason me and joel weren't allowed to play pokemon growing up because Be that one guy was like evolution yeah. oh the devil's devolution yeah and uh our mom was like i don't know who's right or wrong i'm gonna play it safe but i've yeah. i actually had a, a sort of huge like moment for me i was like if i have kids and they want to play dungeons and dragons even if i never really get like hardcore into it I'm fine with that because they won't be on their phones. They'll be using their imagination. They'll be learning problem-solving skills. They'll have to come up with stuff on the fly. There's no doubt about that. There's a lot of you know, basic math in it. Yeah, it's like you have to apply stuff. And it's like they're like they'll be learning. I mean, I'm I hesitant to say social skills because you're all antisocial. I don't know if you learn anything from each other. Uh, but I mean, I'm not getting that. better. Teamwork, problem-solving, uh, how to read a tax form, for mm -hmm. one thing. Yeah, those, those characters are difficult. Yeah. But yeah, no, I figure between the two of us, we didn't have Dungeons & Dragons to explain why we were socially awkward. We just had homeschooling and small town in Oklahoma. Yeah. Right. Yep, homeschool, yeah. private school, and public school. And I got the trifecta. I was, All of the bad, you, none of the did good. Did you graduate from public or private? Uh, public. I was homeschooled most of my life except for two years when it was uh, third grade and fourth grade. So I got to be bullied in the worst time to be in school. Did you graduate homeschooled? Yes, and it was a there was also a homeschooled was prom, which was horrifying. Was it the dude who runs and NASA you graduated there? in actual school then? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it shows. Yeah. So Well, I also was forced to take way, showers with men for I, years and group showers. Yeah, my, and so the whole social My graduation took place with a girl who was the youngest of 12. So homeschooler, all the stereotypes about homeschoolers being crazy people, like, it's true. No, I know. I, I know. My, was, be, my there, best friend growing up was homeschooled. There was a hot redhead there, though, that I was so. seriously trying to, like, send your way. And then I think Sam intercepted her and didn't realize anything. Oh, that tends to be how it goes. Was it that the women... vice president, like, the current vice president or the current head of NASA that spoke there before they had the position? It was one of those two. And it blew yeah. my mind that I had actually, like, actually met them and, like, good speech. Uh, I forget. I just remember it was one guy that was like, Hi, you graduate? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. Are you having fun? Not really. And I was like, okay. Oh, it's fun to graduate with all those people you barely met. Yeah. Really means a lot. It it was real awkward and weird. There's that weird moment where, as a homeschooler when you meet other people, you're like, whoa, I'm the coolest kid here. Yeah. No, that's a, it's sort of a sad moment though. Cause you're like, man, I have so much to learn from. Yeah. Oh my god, no I don't. I had that first experience when I went to a church where everyone was like instead of being about sports, they were about Doctor Who. Oof. And that was Doctor oh, Who yeah. Doctor Who and Harry Potter was their jam. Good I was like Lord. And I was like, how am I the coolest one here? So. You don't have to worry about a sex performance with that group of kids. Wow. Oh, you'd be surprised. Oh Harry, use your wand. I don't know enough about Harry Potter to make a convincing innuendo. That, I just, that I man just could imagine do a... like Phallus Penetratus. Yeah, hey, that, this that is gonna, was a pretty good one. This is gonna be really weird, but I feel like the people who are pushed so much to be like I'm I'm not getting to the sex thing here, but I just ultimately people who are pushed to be sheltered sheltered tend to push away the hardest or tend to break there's no yeah. in between so you either you either break and become just incredibly socially awkward and just a weird ass person or you push against it there's yeah. no in between it's so weird to think that like the healthiest thing to do for a kid is like let them do stupid things every once in a while 
Yeah, go outside, play with sticks, hit each other with them, pretend they're swords. Yeah, let them be kids. Let them do things. Let them. Ultimately, when you shut them out from other families and other children, then it's like, yeah. It's, yeah. You can't train your kid to be smart. You have to train them to know what to do when they're stupid. Yeah, I will say I though, like of like the that. ORU D and D group, Smart. a lot of them, I'm I was friends with them before I even knew anything about it, mm-hmm. and I was just like, these guys are pretty fun. Admittedly, though, I probably just easily fit in with other people that were like theater people. I was like, oh, weird people, cool. I I understand the way your brain works, and so they would talk about the stories they had, and I was like, that's really cool. And this one dude, he has been doing something for years with a group, and he would Skype call them, and then he would then do a variation of it with the current group, because so he basically had like three years worth of campaign already plotted out in his noggin. He was really good at it, like disturbingly good i would just hear him outside of my like dorm room and i would hear him. i was like what it's like and then you approach and the gorgon i was like who in the f- oh oh he's talking on the computer that doesn't make a whole lot more sense but i mean it's not like it's yeah. a russian mail order bride he's trying to convince to come over so it could be weirder i mean if you're trying to use a gorgon to convince a woman to come to your country it's a very interesting tactic i mean hey some countries that's an improvement but anyway i just i think that if you if you wipe off the top 5% of total nut jobs that don't understand the volume difference or the fact that you're in a public place and if you want to yell, maybe do that in a room that other people don't have to listen to it. It's a really fun thing. It's just, it's, I have like a huge mental disconnect with being told if you do that, you will die alone. I don't care if you are already getting married, your wife will still not have sex with you. And that may end up being true. I don't know. Rachel may look at me like, sorry, I, you didn't pass this charisma check. And I'd be like, womp, womp. So I don't know. I just, I feel like having a tough guy who, Aside from maybe, like, he's in the top three people that, if you had to say sex appeal three times in a mirror, would show up lubed behind you. Yeah. Be like... Wait, I'm not endorsing that. <laughs> I got you to agree. Zach, right? Keep a mental note. A video idea for later. What? Oh. Um, having a... No, no, not, not that. You gave me a really good idea. D&D, but your whole day. And so everything you do has to be a check. Oh my gosh. Your imagine doing that as a challenge for the week. No, no. So, like, yeah. We, we need to do that. Yeah, right Keep mental know that. Keep Keep that, it, that. Definitely go follow us on YouTube, StatX Media, because that video will definitely come up at some point in the future. Tomorrow? No. Next week? Probably not. Three weeks from now? Who knows? We may be on episode six in three yeah. weeks from now. Who? I mean, of uh, yeah. Pop Culture Podcast. Who, who knows? But uh, follow yeah. us and it will go up because that, that sounds fun. Yeah, Imagine trying to make a sandwich and you're like... And you then, have to and throw then, the ham on but, the ground. <laughs> but the whole time you have to have a DM. Yeah. So that'd be really interesting too. So they're like, all right, uh, what, what do you want to do? And you're like, I know. That's why we're going to make this video. This sounds so I know. I, I wasn't like... like That sounds entertaining. Don't do yeah, it. Yeah, no. This is just like, that you, is a good you idea. You try to put, yeah, try to put ham on the sandwich. It's like, all right, we'll do sleight of hand, sleight of hand to see if, like, yeah, you mayonnaise your left arm. Ah, yeah, but you have to just live with it too. Yeah, you just have to. I'd want to take lucky. There's no way I could live without taking the lucky skill, which allows you to roll three rerolls throughout oh. a long rest. Good God. But man, that'd be insane too. I take enough naps. I mean, what's a long rest? Is it an hour? And long a half? rest is sleep. Eight hours. Eight hours. Uh, it's, it's a it's a rest. Long rest. It's yeah. A whole sleep. And a short well, rest is four hours. When I tell Rachel yeah. I'm going to take a short nap, and I wake up an hour and a half later, she's like, "Um, were you just sleeping?" I was like, "Yeah, that's what a nap is." She's like, "No, that was too long for a nap." Also, don't mind me. I'm just flexing on. Uh, apparently, a. Oh. <laughs> apparently a nap can either be an hour and a half long or 20 minutes long and that's like the two healthy levels How you can have do you i do 20 minute naps brett they're called power naps of course i don't know they're called brett naps. the vet who sounds fake when you say that's brett the vet he's brett my friend it's like my uh godfather um dr Review. Payne. hey i'm dr Payne. yeah yeah his is, last name is Payne. p-a-y-n-e please tell me his name is max no his, max Payne. no sadly it's not i'll be a chiropractor but it's great well actually he it's funny because he's an anesthesiologist ah <laughs> and so he should be taking away the pain but his name is pain so then they're like 
I must destroy the very thing that I am. Yeah, it's kind of scary. That's anyway, unfortunate. Yeah. I just, I, I want to personally thank, because I know Joe Manganiello listens to this. Oh, yeah, obviously. I'm, I'm sure, and he's married to a, a gorgeous woman as well, and so I don't understand how this works. He also says he doesn't believe that D, uh, Vin Diesel plays D&D, because he's like, if he played D&D, I would know it. I know everyone that plays it in Hollywood. I'm like, that's a bold statement. I think these guys should fight, and I would pay money to watch that. My money's on Joe. He's, he's very life. Anyway. I just, Over The Rock? No, over Vin Diesel. Oh, Dwayne okay. Johnson doesn't have time for imagination. He's too busy rolling in money and like I can't see baby Vin oil. Diesel. Uh, Apparently, uh, uh, the movie the, the Last, Last Witch, Witch Hunter, Hunter is based on a character he played. And he made what was the movie? He had like the lady who was Mary Poppins. He was in a movie with her or something like that, and he made her play D and D with him. The Pacifier. I haven't seen the movie in so long. Oof. You could tell me yes. Yeah, the Pacifier proves he's not an action hero. He's a weirdo, who just happens to be large. He's the Iron Giant. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, why don't you stay? I go. No following. While we take the short commercial break. Hey, uh, this is Kai of Kai's Kitchen. You may know us from the Orange County area where we used to have a series of weed shops before that got taken over by the man and made legal. We're here with a new product called Vegan Veggies. It's really sweeping the market. Instead of covering it in chicken broth like other competitors do, we make veggies in a completely free-range open area where they're able to roam and get as much sunlight as they want before we give them to you. We really let the good vibes soak through through the roots, into the veggies, and then back into your body. Before you poop them out, we use it for soil and repeat the process. If you don't believe in our success, we're also the people that gave you the cow almond milk. Or we're just like almond milk or coconut milk. We would go over to an actual living cow, I know it's crazy, and instead of slaughtering it like the capitalists in D.C. want us to, we would go over and squeeze its tiny cow teats until mother's milk came from it, like an almond, and drink it. It's like cheese, but not quite. I don't know why. Here to tell you about some of our process is our best cook, Zane. Hey, Zane. What? All right, Zane. Thanks for that. If you want to find us, we're over here with our vegan veggies and almond milk. You can find us over by Trader Joe's, where the 13 pot shops make up our Orange County area. You've got Pot and Smoke, Smoke and Blaze, Totally Not Gonna Infringe Upon the Rights of Snoop Doggy Dog Puppy Shop with Weed, and the Girl Scouts of America Shop. Again, that is Vegan Veggies from Kai's Kitchen, also introducing our all-new nicotine-filled watermelon vape. Now for kids, Kai's Kitchen. We love you. Wow, that was pretty good for a first take. Thanks. And if you want your business advertised on this podcast or just want us to do a bit of your choosing for an ad, you can go ahead and email us at our specialized podcast email. It's the popculturepodcast at gmail.com. That's P-O-P-D culture podcast at gmail.com. Welcome back. I want to start off this. Next. No. Okay. Thanks for your approval. No. Too bad. Because you know who didn't get it? Uh, PlayStation Xbox users didn't get uh, permission to have their consoles bricked by Anthem, so... Ooh, segue, look out. It was really awful, but whatever. It worked. Yeah, uh, essentially, people who bought Anthem had a problem where it would enter a loading screen and not stop. And fans apparently found a solution to it. Stop I... playing the game just forever. Uninstall yeah. it. I, like great it's really nice that uh, Bioware games. keeps trying to push the envelope on hey, how can we make our games, like, really awful to where people want to play it but also don't? Real-life survival mode. What if when you die in the game, we destroy your console and just take out more student loans? Yeah, wasn't there a creepypasta of, like, a game once you beat it, it deletes itself? It's and... called Jumanji. I mean, ben dude, Brown. if if someone made a Jumanji game... That there, would, you like, can buy crack, Jumanji games breaks. at Box Lunch yeah, at but, the Tulsa Hills Mall. But, but they're making Jumanji 3 right now. 
Yeah. Which it should be called Three Manji. I like how Jack Black kind of leaked that. It's like working on Jumanji four. It's like uh because he can't bring up Jumanji three due to contracts. That's clever. But yeah, uh Anthem's breaking consoles. It's I'd like to point out I would play Anthem even with this risk if instead of a javelin exosuit, I could just hop into a suit that I was hopping in the back of Jack Black. That's all I'm gonna yeah. say. I would be inside of Jack Black controlling him. I would play a lot more Apex Legends if voiceover Pete was a playable character. Alright, well I'll talk mm. to voiceover Pete yeah. right now. Because I just love the fact that you know, Fortnite has burned him and yeah. his thirteen year old player base. And now they're trying to steal from uh Apex with like Oh, a lot what of... do you mean? It's just Speaking of taking th- other people's stuff and putting it in your game, there uh, Fallout 76 was garbage. Yes. Fallout 4 was debatably garbage. Mm. I think it's awful, and I could critique it for years. I know. I've heard you rant about it while I'm trying to shower. Uh, I could, I'm could. i thinking about actually writing articles about each faction individually, how do I change them. Do it right but, now. But there are two, pe- two different mods coming out that are in production, Fallout Miami and Fallout Cascadia. They're sort of sisters of each other. It's very strange. Sisters? Fallout- so Lord help the mister that comes between me and my sister. But they've done two things that are very interesting. One, Fallout Cascadia has been live streaming the development, like actual writing the code mm-hmm. and there have been times where people like that sounds really interesting like, to watch why is the code not working and the comments would be like oh it's because you forgot to close off that bracket and it's actually working faster because fans are helping with the coding process really yeah they're like is that legal whenever code isn't working right they'll bring up like hey uh it's because you forgot to close that bracket well and, you see uh you had the wrong uh forward yeah. backslash and it's like really interesting to see it fall cascadia is supposed to be set in oh what was it What's uh, Seattle? And the really? NCR is going to be there as a mm. faction. Is that the one where it's a walled-in city? Quite possibly. For y'all protection? But then Fallout Miami, obviously set in Miami, really? is the most ambitious. Which Miami? Miami, Oklahoma, Miami, Florida, Florida, Miami, Missouri. Florida. But it is the most ambitious because it is going to sort of the wackier side of things. Whoa! They're, the trailer, for one thing, they're doing update videos of showing all the stuff they have. A fan pitched the idea of a Protectron lifeguard because they would be awful at it, and now it's actually going to be in the game. They showed some concept art, the textured model, hmm. the idea of it, like this big clunky robot's like, I'll run out into the water and swim to save you, and just be an awful idea. Yeah. There's an arcade machine that's in power armor that appears to be an AI. So the arcade machine is sentient. Possibly. It has a robotic face. So it's not, digital. you're not in a, pow- like a power armor I, suit that looks I like I honestly don't machine. know. They have not shed enough light. That I've seen that and there are a lot of theories going around. Lots but, of theories. Uh, they're doing update videos on various factions. There's going to be a pirate faction that's like raiders. Oh, I thought it was when you pirate the game. And it's going to be, they're having sort of a faction system similar to New Vegas where each faction will have a different opinion on you based mm. on what you do. Will any of them disapprove of me as much as my parents do? Quite possibly. Cool. It seems really interesting, really ambitious, and they've had uh, been doing monthly update videos that are really high quality, and they've actually been putting original songs into it, like uh, remasters of covers of old songs and actual original songs that mm. are done in the style of sort of the 60s, and they're just releasing them on YouTube for free. Mm. And it's fan-freaking-tastic, and I recommend... Bethesda just buys it because it would help mend a lot of their issues they have since they basically scorned their player base it's more than a lover that had cheated on them. the mods are going to be like about the size of like far harbor dlc or something like that like a little bit bigger than normal dlc and they're just coming out for pc unfortunately no well you know that's the life yeah it's sucky but i look forward to like i would strongly consider getting fallout 4 for pc just to play that so that should say something that i'm willing to spend a lot more money than i should i'm more of a just... star citizen guy myself i like games that will never actually be completed yeah so that's why you like 
uh, Call of Duty Zombies. Ah, I actually don't like it that much. They should just make a campaign about it. That's a rant for another time. Yeah. Though the third topic that I would really like to hit is X-Men First Class. You can hit it like Chris Brown hit Rihanna over and over again. Throwing her phone out a window Oof. and, you know, sending know her to the hospital. Still, I feel like it's been long enough I can make that reference. They got remarried again and then divorced again. Gosh. The other wedding, you were totally naked. They had pre-rolled joints. It was just like if Hot Topic was sponsoring a wedding. Yeah, it was really bad. It's like if you say bad choices three times to a mirror. Then Chris Brown shows up, lubed up behind you. Very angry. Well, You've got to stay away from mirrors. The first class. X-Men. The, the new one it's is Dark the, Phoenix. This is the Dark Phoenix movie. Which went over so well in Last Stand. Yeah. Yeah. Not, I'm not a huge fan of the Dark Phoenix storyline because Jean Grey is a very interesting character that we never really get to see personality because she's like, but did you know she's actually possessed by like a demon thing? Something I'll say positively about the whole first class, Days of Future Past, eh, Apocalypse, and now Dark Phoenix. It's the first time you've seen Professor X who looks legitimately older than like Jean Grey and Cyclops. And Cyclops and Jean Grey look like they're actually the same age and not a much younger man is trying to sleep with someone who may have been his professor at some point. Which is how it felt in the original X-Men movies. Yeah. Was, they were the same age apparently. It's just James Marsden who played Cyclops. was He still hasn't really aged that much. He's a good looking man. Yeah. Watch Westworld. A, because it's good. B, James Marsden. You... I've seen him basically fully naked now, and I have to say, he's in good shape for his age. Very impressive. Yeah, but one thing that always bothered me, and you know a lot about this, is the fact that Jennifer Lawrence's character Mystique was just made to be a hero despite the fact in comics she was nowhere near that. I think they were originally going to make her a villain in the second one, but then Jennifer Lawrence became so famous yeah. that even North Korea knew who she was. The thing that bothers me is the fact that like, like Mystique, oh, she was just a kid that Xavier was growing up with, and although they weren't related, they had a very strong relationship. That's literally Juggernaut. Yeah, his adopted brother who well, goes into a half crypt tomb area uh, and touches a gym and yeah, gets the his, power to run real fast and hit things. The story goes that Professor X's father dies when he's a kid, and so the mom remarries. What is it with X-Men he and stepdads? He gets a stepbrother. Stepbrother's kind of an a-hole. No, I'm aware. Didn't uh, the, he leave him behind in like World War One or World War II? Vietnam. 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 They were like, Juggernaut was a deserter. He like straight up left whenever things like started getting rough, leaving Xavier near the front lines with all his troops. Wow, he's a terrible person. Yeah, but Xavier was holding his own and, you know, being I, awesome. I would love to see Professor Xavier yeah. thrown down in the Viet Cong. To get an idea of what that would look like, see the Tolkien trailer. Then he runs off, finds a gem that's connected to Cyclops' vision. The comics are yeah, really stupid and convoluted. But then well, he gets powers. At least now we won't have the weird... Because in the original 60s comics, there's stuff where Professor X is like, Hmm, Jean Grey, she's so gorgeous, but she's too young for me. He's like, yeah, because she's like 12 and you're 65. In the comics, uh, Professor X does have a pedophilic attraction to her when she's 15 which is why he should not be running a school for children in oh. tight clothes okay beast is a middle-aged man in his underwear going around Wait, he wasn't supposed to be like a college-age dude no he, he was a middle-aged man he was a professor he's like a... in the comics or in the movies in the comics in the comics i always thought he was just like a bulky looking fella no he's in his underwear he was he's like hanging a, he from was the like roof. bruce willis he's like Oh, look at him. He's a hairy man in his underwear hanging well, from the ceiling. I'm That's fine about, with children. We can agree that X-Men had a few flaws story-wise. Oh. oh, in fact, hey, let's put the jet on a basketball court so kids are playing basketball and we need to leave in a hurry. They'll die. Yeah, the jet does come out of the basketball court. There are a couple, again, a couple flaws, like letting a homicidal man with PTSD, a healing factor, and knives for hands sleep in the same place where he may legitimately try to pork more of your students. Yeah, or l not having, like, Basic dorms that are separated system. by gender, having a whole bunch of kids with different powers Dude, just let's be real. interacting People, with one another. When you can warp reality before you're able to drive a car, you're not going to be able to stop that kid from sneaking into another person's What happens room. when Pyro shakes hands with the guy who sneezes out black powder? I was really glad you went that route and didn't say that he was in 
in the bathroom for too long, and suddenly the X-Mansion blew up. There are a million things also, that could go wrong. Pyro is an Australian in the comics. Wait. Yep, he's Australian. He's one of the few Australian X-Men characters. Yeah, I mean, so is Rocket Raccoon. He's Australian, too. Yeah, but now he's a man who makes too much money and is literally phoning it in through uh, voice capture and not even doing his own motion capture. I'm not saying that Bradley Cooper isn't a good actor. I'm just saying he could not try any less. If I were Rocket Bradley Raccoon. Cooper, I would say, hey, can I also have another role? Like, yeah. where I'm actually physically there? I mean, he's a hot dude. Let him out there. Yeah. His, the possibilities are limitless. Hey, another Bradley Cooper. That's, that's yeah. the reference. I, I know that it's going to be a bit divided with X-Men because they've definitely had a rocky past. Yeah. But it looks... The visuals look very... Like, the practical effects in it look really good. I just despise... There are two things they've done that I've had mixed feelings with. Jennifer Lawrence's character has had way too much approval, despite the fact that, like, she's not... Mystique's not interesting. In real life, she's basically a slightly thinner Amy Schumer. She's just kind of a jerk in real life. Which I think I, I should be able to separate. I mean, Tom Cruise is mentally insane, but insane versus intentionally rude, it just, there's a barrier that's crossed. Yeah. Basically came on to Professor X in first class the way that you would expect like an X-Men porno would do. It's like, oh, but I could be anyone you want. Don't you notice me while I lounge on your lap? Like, don't, uh, Raven, I'm trying to learn for college. Yeah, and uh, Professor Magneto is the other one that I thought they changed for the better. Oh, absolutely. Because the but, idea is like, yeah, he was kidnapped by nazis so, and obviously he wants to kill them in the first trailer there's a spoiler and we're about to talk about it so if you don't want to hear it literally just skip one minute ahead we will only touch on it for like 30 seconds starting now hopefully you've clicked away they immediately kill off mystique slash jennifer lawrence in the first third of the movie apparently yay so it'll be interesting also i think the whole difference between the two teams x-men and that because beast is on the side of magneto this time i think it's a they needed to separate the blue characters because they've got nightcrawler on the x-men now yeah. and b i think it's just gonna be like they're still good enough we can still help her help me save them eric and be like no she she killed someone i i maybe or maybe didn't sleep with so i'm gonna go kill her before she kills more innocent people and beast will be like yeah remember when i tried to hit that and then I turned into a furry. It was a rough time in my life, and she was not helpful. And then she just killed people. And yeah, now and, she's dead. And then Beast had a cure for it that he like had for a while, and it was like, I'm just going to stop taking it. Well, I mean, also, she exists in the X-Men 1, 2, 3 movies, so clearly. Yeah. Although, in Days of Future Past, the future they show, they don't ever say it's exactly the way that we left it. A lot of yeah. people who... Because Gene is alive, and so is Professor X. So maybe they were yeah. hinting at this so all So Cyclops along. and everything? He was like, no, I would, I'd rather be in Superman Returns. That'll be a great movie. Yeah. Bothers me the fact that Cyclops in, in none of the movies ever felt like he could actually be a leader. He's so supposed that's to what, be basically be Batman with laser eyes. That's what I want to see him be in this new one is where he just leads the charge. This is a good movie topic because yeah. we can segue into mine. I was on the Twitter sphere where, A, I had an article I wrote about the video game Days Gone liked by one of the head developers for Ben Studios. The, the head developer. The head developer? He is the head developer of Days Gone. I remember he was no. one of like, the big three behind it. I didn't hear this. Like, seriously? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You weren't there. Yeah, no. Jeff Ross, he uh, he liked my article on Twitter about Yo. it. So I'm not going to lie. I was like, Senpai noticed me. Ah! And I went to class like, so today I, we're going to be talking about dude, media you're going to be in the game. Don't even play with me like that, man. That's not funny at you're all. You're going to be best friends with Sam Whitworth. You shut up. You know he's beautiful. You're going to marry Janina Gavankar. Well, that's going to make Rachel very upset, but. Fine, leave her for me. Rachel or Janina? Janina, obviously. I'm about to say, that's going to get weird. No offense to Rachel, but... Yeah, no, uh, you can have Janina. I'll take my wife. Thank you. That's a pretty clear thing. I'm not just saying that because she listens to this. Honey, I love you. Please don't kill me. Um, but I was on there, and in the Twitter sphere, around the time I saw that, there's a great tweet to another person we like, Nando, from Nando V Movies. Yes, very. And it was, what is your dream video game movie pitch? Like, director, 
to direct a movie based on a video game franchise or one shot installment that you enjoy. And he, I think, said that he wanted um, Guillermo del Toro to direct Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, which would be great. It was a great, great call. Now I'm going to ask you, how much do you want to watch Adam Sandler direct a movie about Mrs. Pac-Man? I'm kidding. That's called Pixel. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I saw that movie, and at the end, he has... Sex with Cubers. Yeah, and then has the babies, and it's just a pixelated alien in drag, and there's a lot of questions, and then... Somehow Peter Dinklage was cheating like he was in the arcade, but he was driving a car so you can't cheat. Because also, the entire can't... premise is stolen from an episode of Futurama. Wait, what? Yeah, the idea that aliens use stuff snatched from Earth to invade. Like, I literally their... only saw it because there was a photo of Peter Dinklage with a minigun, and I was like, this sounds like something I'd watch. And it turned out it was a movie I should not have watched. Yeah. This was before I understood that Adam Sandler had gone from, hey, Hanukkah song, Mr. Deeds, ha ha ha, to, ooh, yeah. the cringe factory. Jack and Jill. Ugh, don't even, no, no. People don't even call it jacking or jilling off anymore. They call it Adam Sandlering because it might ruin your life. I'm kidding. But yeah, back to the movie topics. What's a video game? I I feel like you have to either choose a video game franchise that you are diehard in love with or a video game franchise that you just know would translate well. Because I like Mortal Kombat, but we've seen it transferred for better or for worse a couple times. I mean, if you got like sort of a Kung Fury style to it, you might be able to pull it off. Yeah, it would definitely have to be an action Sort of the other guys. Or Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, because that's the gore comedy mixture that fits. I feel like you could do Mass Effect, but that would be really similar to Galaxy Quest. You'd have to do that as like a Netflix show. Yeah, and I wanted to open up Beyond This Movie if you could also pitch a tv like series based on that where it's like mm. limited like one or two three seasons based mm. on a movie this <sighs> it's a bit of a perplexing experience isn't it i mean i feel like doom guy would just be better off at a short film yeah i can i can vibe with that uh I'm trying to think metal gear is obviously already being directed by the yeah. guy who directed kong which was way better than had any reason to be yeah it was a good movie and oscar isaacs said that he wanted to be in it and he was like okay well balls in your court buddy because straight up um like over a year ago boss logic came out with the photoshop of oscar isaac as good old one of the snakes i don't remember it anymore but there was a shot of the dms that they sent to each other and the director jordan was the one who was like hey can you photoshop that i've been a fan for a long time so he has already wanted him to play the character i have to say i'm down with oscar isaacs in anything dude is He's a, he's a nice guy. Obviously, his breakout role as Joseph in the Nativity Story really launched him pretty far. I think he was in some goofy sci-fi movie or two recently, too. No one really watches those. It's all about those Christian-made films that are always of the highest caliber. I mean, he was great as Apocalypse. Why was he Apocalypse? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to... We're back to X-Men, apparently. <sighs> I'm, I'm trying to think of, like... I wonder if we made a movie based on the Arkham video games, we would circumvent DC making subpar movies and accidentally make a good movie. All right, I have two pitches. Hit me with it. One, Mega Man done in the style of Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. And I would do it uh, Mega Man X. Okay. Where you have LAN and Zero. Oh, and... so Battle Network. Yeah, Battle Network. Okay. I can, I can vibe that. I'm good. Yeah, because I feel like there's enough... They tried to emphasize the story enough in that game, but it's very early internet. And you can yeah. lean into that with sort of the comedy. It's like, LAN, which is local access network. And it's like, yeah, we know what that is. Yeah, but great theme song. Too. The other one, I would want a Netflix TV series, sort of in the style of the Castlevania show of mm-hmm. Metroid. Ooh. I would want to be horror and creepy and like dripping with atmosphere. And I would try to think who I would cast as the voice of Samus. You know, hey, Zelda you get, Williams. Just get Ronda Rousey to play her. Yeah. Like, full full tilt. She's a large woman who can legitimately hurt people, who is blonde, loves video games, and is my backup of me and Rachel ever, like, one of us dies. I'm like, well, either I have to marry her if I survive, or Rachel has to marry her in honor of my dream. I feel like uh, 
Zelda Williams would be my cast for the voice of well, Samus. I'm. This is going to be a weird one. I thought a House of Cards style TV show set in the Halo universe would be interesting because uh, Dr. Halsey, who made Cortana, who has a weird fetish with Master Chief, and then Cortana also has a weird different fetish with Master Chief. It's like if you sort of Googled video game borderline incest because she always sees him as a son, but also is like really protective in a weird way. And then Cortana's like, oh, John, you're so brave which one of us is the ai here at least i feel things yeah that would be weird if like your mother figure cloned herself and that clone yeah and that clone was into you that clone was back to the future in yourself yeah it's a little or was uh you know trunks and ballman Uh... like it's like oh those hair is so cute thanks they say i got it from my mom oh mama's boy huh like but i think that would be very interesting i was originally going to say a uh a resident evil one but that's already being developed ever so slightly and they had resident evil movies yeah but i don't count those because that's basically just underworld but they got a different brunette with blue eyes yeah in basic training we legitimately had a conversation where people nearly came to physical blows against one another over whether or not underworld and resident evil were the same franchise that's not a good sign Hmm. darksiders Mm, darksiders that's a bold choice yeah i feel like you could do it sort of uh warcraft movie style where like you take the exaggerated designs speaking of which we're gonna watch warcraft hopefully before the next podcast as people who have never played warcraft and see if to an outsider if the movie actually sucks i suggested we do the graphics in gesture light and magic oh my yeah i suggested we do this because one we don't like warcraft and pretty much everyone's hated it it's like dude uh, if you don't like work, if you've never played Warcraft before, you might enjoy this. And I was like, okay, interesting. Then it got a thing for good sound design. Yeah. Which, David Bowie's son directed it. Yeah. Which is a weird sentence to just utter in general. Yeah. And we've seen other movies he's done, which is Mute and mm. Moon. They're love both Moon. on Netflix. Mute is really dark. Oh, yeah. If you yeah, like, I felt dirty after watching if it. If you're like, oh, Paul, Paul Rudd was like the most likable and then most terrible person. Yeah. Simultaneously. Ugh, yeah. Which I love is the fact that uh, his character has a daughter, which means it's just alternate version of Ant-Man. Ew, no. I liked him so much. He basically just drove a, a car from Halo a... and had a handlebar mustache and loved America. Yeah. And his brother was potentially a pedophile and things got so much wasn't darker his brother. from there. Wasn't, oh, it wasn't his brother? It was best friend. But also... Uh, Why would you intentionally be friends with him, Paul Rudd? Uh, Paul Rudd, friend of the show, go ahead and come in and we'll talk about this. And there's a Skarsgård in there. And, yeah, one of the Skazgard Skars. And also, there's a mysterious sex hobbit. You're going to have to hit me with that one one more uh, time. Actor who played the hobbit, he was just like a weird sex guy that just isn't oh, there yeah, for yeah, no yeah, reason. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The guy who was also in Lost. He was like a weird. He had sex with robots. Yeah. It's never explained as to why he looks like that, why he's in the movie. There's really no point for Everything it. Everything about that is just a, a nightmare. It's an interesting world, though. Like, and if yeah, you lo- if you want to do drugs and watch, t- if you want to see a depressing sci-fi thing on Netflix, just watch Altered Carbon. The tone is inconsistent, but you get to see Joel Kinnaman shirtless, and it's yeah. quite a sight. I think you, it's very similar style, and just I think but they use the same one sense. Has an AI based on Edgar Allan Poe, who is the most endearing and polite character I've ever seen. That is true. I've seen that far. But now, uh, Moon, I think it's a. Uh, in my person, Moon is a great. It's slightly uplifting. It's more mysterious and not depressing. It's, but then again, we saw that before Kevin Spacey. Ooh, yeah, Kevin Spacey plays the Hal type, type robot. AI. You never know if he's gonna, you know, get in the way of this guy's life. And there's just, it's a really good premise. Yeah, the guy Gertie. works. The guy works at a moon refinery, getting stuff, and then one day another him shows up, and he's confused, and that's the plot. And I'm not gonna say anything else because it's really good. Yeah, and it's just like it's super weird, and I love it. And I start to unravel. It's 2001. If you're like, man, this is really confusing and artsy. I don't like it. If you want 2001 A Space Odyssey, but where it's less confusing, you watch Interstellar. If you want to watch it where it's got Sam Rockwell, then yeah. you watch that. Now, I want to wrap all of this up with our uh, a final foray 
into a conversation that we've had multiple times once on air. It's time for us to go ahead and bring up What would you sacrifice? Where me and you discuss things that have long since either lost quality or have been cancelled, and we decide what we would be willing to cancel, kill, or otherwise course correct in order to bring them back. I wasn't sure if I was going to get a cuh type word for each so of like those. So like, what I... fates would we swap yeah. for shows or movies or books? Like, like I previously said that I would get rid of all of the new, you know, like Last Jedi and all that Star Wars movies in order to bring back Brennan Fraser's Mummy franchise because I really enjoyed it. It's not a popular opinion. But I don't care because it gets to be my opinion. Hmm. I get to do whatever I want. So we are going to also loosen the reins a little bit on this. If you want to bring something back in a new medium, like if you want to make a comic book follow-up, you just have to kill. You can kill anything, like any medium at that point. However, if you want to take the quality of one show or movie franchise and put it in the other one, you don't cancel it. You just give it a fate arguably worse than death of just being mediocre and sucky. Personally, I already know what I'm going to go with. I Either A, I would go ahead and cancel something like, well, I guess Game of Thrones is already in, so I can't take its lifeblood. <sighs> I have to find something else to suckle up the tea to. What do I choose? Young Sheldon. Nope, I have to like it. Man, my own rules are really hurt, starting to hurt me. Can I just kill Young Sheldon just in, just for fun? You do, but you have to bring, uh, you have to invent a new show that you think would also be bad. Uh... You have to invent a prequel then you'd have to have a prequel show of a different show you don't Pee-wee like. Pee Wee Herman Begins. Kidding, I don't want to wish that on the wall. Man, that sucks. Um, I know what I'd do. Hit me with it. I would get rid of, I'd make it where, I'd swap the fates of Batman Beyond and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Wow. I would make That's it where cool. Batman Beyond gets like seven seasons progressively get better and better and better and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. gets canceled after like the second season. Because I, I feel like if... Batman Beyond had a very good universe and fe- seeing as how they were like, hey, we need to make new villains that are as good as Batman villains. They did a good job. Uh, Shriek is my personal favorite of just, like, an interesting character. Another creepy one, too. Yeah, and he worked really well for the medium of just, like, altering sound because it's a visual and sound medium of the show, so. I would cancel Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is a show I legitimately enjoy. Hold on. In order to bring back the the TV show Almost Human starring Carl Urban. Two cop shows. Yeah, and it was a really... It was one of the few sci-fi shows that was actually kind of like uplifting and it wasn't like the world is grime and suffering. Plus, my favorite episode, there's a guy who is killing people and stealing parts of their like DNA and faces so that he can use science to make his face beautiful because his online dating profile says that he's a hunk. And there's a girl across like the from one skyscraper to the other and they like live. And so he can see her. He's like, oh, well, she's gorgeous, just like she really is. So I have to go look beautiful, too. And we're finally going to meet. So I have to do this. And after he's done all this, the cops are right on his tail. He just wants to see her once he goes in and he finds out that she's blind and that they could have been together if he just hadn't worried about his looks and that if he hadn't become, you know, a murderer. But the way they do it is legitimately like heart wrenching to watch. I've seen uh, bits of the show and it's like really good quality design for a future from the Titans, Hawk and Dove. she's the uh a woman who basically she comes from the upper class where you know how rich people are always beautiful or yeah just like the the weird hideous inbred monster that no one talks about that isn't successful well the 99 percent of them that turn out beautiful and successful when they play polo and they're mathletes everything uh the idea is that in the future they're genetically like they choose what traits they pass down and then they inject other ones that they like to make perfect people and they cast the right person because she's very good for her Hmm. congratulations just you're a good-looking lady. And she has not aged because she's still able to play a love interest to a guy who is still Robin and not yet Nightwing. I feel like it'd be bad for me to take from Riverdale because they just lost one of their lead actors in real life to a, like a legitimate health tragedy, which is honestly sad. So you've been saved this time, Riverdale. Ooh, here's a twist. 
I swap the fates of Young Sheldon and Glee. Wow. Well, I a, want I want Young Sheldon to just be filled with murderers. And I'm about to say you have people who died of drug overdoses and they're pedophiles and people kidnappers. Kidnappers? There was a kidnapper. Yes, there was a kidnapper. Wow. I distinctly remember that show was going to be really interesting for like a yeah. ten year rewatch. Yeah. If you go back and watch, you're like, oh, that's the kidnapper. That's the murderer. That's the drug dealer. Wow. That is wow. Uh, I would take. Oh, I don't like that in mind. I was going to say it's a really good show, but uh, is Mr. Robot even still on? I feel like it is. Yeah. I would take the success of Mr. Robot, obviously not the genre of it, and give it to Legends of Tomorrow, because Legends of Tomorrow is ending after. And so is Arrow, and let's be real, that show has not been good since, like, halfway through season three and a little bit in season five. If mm. it wasn't for Adrian Chase, that show would have been just nuclear. No one would have touched it. No one would have wanted it. Would have been like me in high school. Uh, <laughs> I would uh, swap uh, Legends of Tomorrow and Sherlock. I want Sherlock to be good. It started off really good, You're and now it's... Cumberbatch back his, his money. I liked Sherlock, and then they went downhill once they were like, did you know Sherlock had a sister? And she was on Twitter for five minutes and predicted terrorist attacks because she's that smart. Despite the fact that makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. I It's the BBC. They have, like, the same three writers and $5 yeah. to spend across Doctor all Who the shows. Doctor Who did something very similar, just sort of, like, nonsensical, breaking their own rules, and then just, like, like they've started to run low on ideas. And it's because, you know, you have to come up with a weird, interesting idea every episode. Yeah, it's, and work it's it into grind. one plot. It's not good. It's not easy. And not only that, but you have to find out solutions where the characters can survive it. And before it was like, oh, because Doctor's clever and he thinks of these sort of out of the box solutions. But now it's just like, ah, I know. I'll pull out the Jimmy Wop. And like, what's that? It's a hamster's soul trapped inside a Rubik's cube, and they're scared of it. And like, that's brilliant, Doctor. Despite the fact that makes no sense, and there's no way the audience could have known that was a solution. I changed my Legends of Tomorrow answer. I want to take its lifeblood. Oh my god, I just forgot it because you were scratching your nose. And I was like, wow, my nose itches too. Thanks, Dana. No, I want to take its lifeblood and I want to give it to Daredevil to bring it back. Because season, the most recent season was like watching a visual and auditory orgasm. Oh my good lord. Hmm. I've, I've given up. I, the Punisher was great, but you, there's only so many times you can put him in a room with machine guns and not expect him to murder everyone. So yeah, that's what I would do. Is there was... anything that you would like to give life I'm trying to think of to? a movie that got canceled. Or like a movie that got that was just awful. You know what? I want to take the success of uh, Rampage, which had no right to be good, but was, mm -hmm. and I want to give that good luck and good fortune to the Metal Gear movie because I want that movie to be good. It's by a guy who can do amazing things and who has been talking directly with Hideo Kojima on how to make it the best that it is. I like that he's not even talking to Konami. He's like, no, you guys don't know what to do with it. You gave us a pachinko machine. Yeah. And Konami can't be like, oh, you're right. I Kojima was talking about no this. Like Metal Gear Survive could have been good if they just made normal Metal Gear. But two-player. Like, where you could or play online. Or if they just not made it. If they just released Metal Gear 5, but you had two characters playing at once. Final question before we close this out, Daniel. Mm -hmm. Which do you think, over the last few years, will be rem remembered as being the worst game? Do you think it will be A, Anthem, B, Fallout 76, or C, Metal Gear Survive? 76. Uh, yeah, 76, just because it it failed very poorly. Like, there was so Does that much... mean it did well if it fails poorly? They put so... See, I think it was directly proportional to how much hype they put in. Yeah, I think they had uh, more Anthem goodwill to lose. Anthem was a lot of hype, but there was no pre-existing Anthem fans. They sort of did a what would you sacrifice by killing a franchise I love to make a new IP, which sounds good on paper, and then they blew it. Oh, uh, what video game franchise would you sacrifice to bring back Mass Effect's quality? I'm going to be honest, there's not many games I wouldn't sacrifice. Titanfall, I would leave untouched because that's just really? legitimately beautiful. I would go ahead, I would I would get rid of Battlefield. Oh, I like Battlefield. Ah, uh, I don't know if I'm willing to kill it. 
I'm, I would get rid of all the new Pokemon games, which is, yep, I see that look on a, uh, on our long-haired individual. I, I see, what was, um, I see Urban Tarzan over here pacing back and forth. That's yeah, the beauty right, of it. Opinion. My I'm opinions. Going I'm going to take the quality of, trying to think of a show that was like, you have to like it. It can't just be a good show. Dude, this comes from just personal bias, and I know I'm going to regret this, but I'm going to take the quality of Into the Spider-Verse. Ooh, this is gonna be tricky. I'm gonna put it into the next Last of Us because I know that game's not gonna be as good as I want it. Hmm. So you're gonna Space Jam that ability? Yeah, I'm going to put it in there because Space Jam too. No, I have no, I have no hopes and dreams. I mean, the director is really talented, but I haven't liked LeBron James for about a decade. I'm gonna say, what if you want it to be good, but if you don't like LeBron James? No, he kind of turned into a prick. He's like. Brett, or not Brett Favre, because Brett Favre actually continued to retire over and over and over again. You know what? LeBron I want to take just, the... LeBron is a super athlete. That man is like a legitimate yeah. Halo Spartan. I want to take the utter chaos that is the Fast and Furious franchise downward and slash upward spiral into different franchises. I want to give that to Looney Tunes back in action to see what hellscape would be birthed from that. That's a disturbing choice. Because it, it would be weird. Steve, no one knows what they would get. That also Brendan Fraser and Steve Martin in it. Yeah. And I kind of enjoyed it as bad as it was. Yeah, I guarantee you, it would have... They went to Area 51. Marvin the Martian was there. Batman would have been in the sequel, you know it. It just would have been all Warner Brothers characters. So, into the Warnerverse. Yes. All right, well... Uh, you know what? I regret killing Spider-Verse. I bring yeah, it back you, to life. You're a terrible person, so... Well, well, you brought it back to life. It's already been dead, so now it's going to be tainted you know and wrong. I take it's I take Spire versus quality. I want to shove it into... Not, don't say shove it into. Say gi- gift to. You're making it sound like you're making a turkey. I want to infuse it. Into. That's not a lot better, but we'll take it. Uh, the Dragon Ball Evolution I wanna, movie. I want to cancel all future Metal Gear games because they're just going to ruin it anyway and put bring back Tony Hawk Pro Skater games. Yes. End of conversation. Well, minus Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5. I mean, even the skate games are pretty fun, but I don't think skate they... Skate 3. Don't even get me started. Okay, that's a different story. Do you have any updates on Andrea? Oh, yes. Yes, yes I do. You. I do have an Andrea update. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see Andrea report the D and D campaign for another yeah, time because no, the Andrea yeah. story is something we need to really end this on. So I don't. What did I save her as? Probably terrible person. Let's see. Going through here. All right. So what's the last thing we we did? Where uh, you sent a text live? Did I say her. I was a man the last time I checked? You asked. Her oh, I, yeah. She said, person. "Okay, love." Yeah. At at the tail end. So, uh, did did we do that live someone's in the podcast? Ready for a, yeah, but someone's ready for a sword and shield, apparently. <laughs> um, I said, hey, I'm getting calls about you being in jail. Are you doing okay? LMFAO! Uh, and then sent the Jonah Hill waving his hands back and forth while he does a, a girlish shriek gif. The annoying gif that everyone sends. It's the worst. Um, and here's one, LMFAO! <laughs> I did go to jail, but I'm not in jail now. I'm good. That was like months back, lol. Thanks, babe. And then... LMFAO in a separate text, which I don't know why you needed to laugh again. Like, you only have that that so many for? anuses to laugh off. Oh, and, that's uh, what that stands And then she for. gave me her a, a, a number that is not the one she's texting me from. She's like, that's, with a Z, my new number if you want to give it to people that hit you up. My question is, stat X-Men, what in the sweet hell should I respond to that with? That what button? we need to do is we need to have someone else, someone else around the table, text the new number as if... Or some new parties. It's a different number, and they have to do something, like, they have to text something crazy. That's, like, the idea that you gave the number to someone else, and someone else is looking for Andrea. So that way we have two problems. I think I just had your baby. That's not how this works. It is. Andrea, you got me pregnant. Also, I, first of all, I'm going to ask her, so how do you say your name? Is it Andrea? Or Andrea. Or Andrea. So, trying to think what we could text with that new number that would be, like, 
someone looking for her, like trying to get in contact. You may be entitled for compensation for your entries. It could be a test that was just like, hey, you won money, and see if she responds. Just Ooh. a sort of idiot test. No, that'd be rude. Hey, just type in the number right there. Okay. I'm going to uh, say that I knew her from years back. Ah. See, just I'm say, hey, remember we were at that party? And that's where gonna, everyone who messages me looking for her uses that as their opener. Yeah. Oh. Oh, really? I'm not kidding. Yeah, wait, wait, I'm learning from the it, best. What, it, what do they say? Like, hey, uh, you might not remember this. But we met at a party like a year or so back, and just okay, be like cool. it was in like I'll the Dallas that. Houston area. Cool, I'll do that. Um, and I'll say I got the number from you. So yeah, say so like I tried messaging you, but it was a dude. I don't think he was into me. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Okay, sounds good to me. All right. Yeah. Alrighty. I so, think I typed it incorrectly. You can double check. I am like hecka tired. I've been up for like 24 hours. So if I mess this up. Well, someone's going to have a very interesting day. Yeah, I'm about to hard crash after this. As soon as this is done being recorded, I'm going to go to sleep. He already has his pants off. It's interesting. It's next It's next level. You got to prepare mentally and physically. Um, mainly physically. So here's the uh, typing so you can hear it. So you can hear that. Ooh, sounds beautiful, right? Slurps. Nice. So, oh, so send, send me what... Ooh, nice. So what do you... I know, I hate it too. Um, what do you... That uh, water tastes like garlic still. It's the ice. Oh, I'm getting messages, but it's not from her. Uh, what, womp womp. What do you want me to send? I'll type You're it like, exactly. Hey, I tried... Hey, you might not remember me. I tried texting you earlier, but it was a dude. I don't think he wanted to throw down or something like that. I don't think he was into me. What should we say the name is? Do we just want to go with the real name? Say Baxter. That's a good name. Oh, God. Rabbit? That's why I was thinking of that name. I was like, why did that name come <laughs> so easily? Say yeah. you're Baxter. I'll be my, be my rabbit. Um, you can call me Bunny if you want. Oh, my Lord. So, hey, you might not remember me, but we met at a party. We met at a party. Like, just a while back. A while back. I tried texting your old number, but it was a dude. I tried texting <laughs> your number, but... It was. I'm trying to give people dude. some some Dick Van Dyke he DVDs, and he didn't, didn't want any. He didn't seem interested. Laughing face. LMFAO. Should I do LMFAO yes. love? <laughs> don't don't do love, because then she'll know. I mean, yeah, that's a smiley face. And scent. It's official. Yep. Okay, I'll um, do that. I'll recreation that. Who? Oh. Oh <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say. Oh yeah. By BTW, my name is Baxter. You can just say, I'm Baxter. Just imagine Thor, but better. Oh, yeah, by the way, I'm Baxter. Cool. She she might hand out a lot of phone numbers. That's probably why she was like, hey, you probably get a lot of messages from dudes. Oh, so she may not even had your number. No, she no, may no, have no, just no, given no, it no, out. No, 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 no. no, no she definitely did because no, it was linked to did. her Yahoo or yeah. Amazon no, account. Well, what, what the thing is is that she uh, – my, my guess is that she goes to a lot of parties and she gives her phone number away whenever she's drunk or something and then she just like – doesn't mm. do much about it. Wait, what the crap? It's not a terrible plan. Yeah, you just get a response. Th- that face is a response. Read it. Send me a pic, baby. Oh, boy! <laughs> Woo! Send a picture of Baxter. Send a picture of that butthole. <laughs> okay. Well, no, don't, don't do that. I have a photo that I have Let's up. send a picture of Zach. No, no, really no, no, throw no, things no. off. I have a photo that I have up on Instagram of me. Should I do the one with the moose? Do the most sexually forward one you have that's what? safe for work. Yeah. I was thinking of the one either like, should I send the one of the moose and then the one of me like shirtless that I have on Instagram? Yes, both of yeah. those. Okay, cool. Here. This is 
art. Wow, this is live. Okay. In the making. Well, by the time you're listening to it, it won't be live. But my God. This is well, like... Bit, 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 she replied... The Andrea with, report. She replied fast. Like, Dude, she was hungry wow. for some of that Baxter carrot. Dang. All right. She's like... The fact that she called me a baby, like... Wow. She might try to party. She's probably my girlfriend like, we, we probably already that. smashed, yeah, so I might as well just go ahead and go full out. I mean, um, my girlfriend won't even call me that, so... My fiance. Wait, I can send her a picture of Wyatt. Dude, no, I don't want her to get pregnant looking at a photo. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I was going to say, like, you're going to guarantee... She'll be like, gonna... there's no way I, I slept with that guy. Yeah. Oh, man, but she'd be back for seconds. If oh, yeah, Wyatt. no, I'd be back for seconds. Everyone's back for seconds. Which and is... he would generously be like, no, thank you, but I really respect you as a friend, and I, I really appreciate you being interested in me. It really, really made oh, my Oh, but this day. is awkward, though, because I just, I sent her a Snapchat today. So maybe you do have to be Wyatt now. I have to be somebody else. Be Wyatt. Okay, well, I can do that. No, I can't do that. No. Frank, I actually have, I have to be somebody else. Yeah, so FYI, I found her Snapchat because she's still under Joel Joplin for some reason, but it's her. Yeah, it's my phone number. Yeah, so it was, you know how Snapchat is. It's like, hey, the people you may know. And it said Joel Joplin. I'm like, oh, and it was some white lady. I was like, oh, that must be Andrea. So I. I went through a phase. Don't judge me. Her. I, I can, she hasn't opened up my Snap. I may be able to get away with it, though. Let me see. She has, she yeah. has not opened it up. I can mm. actually. Delete it? Delete it. I can block, can I block her? And then she won't be able to open it. She can still open it. The rules you know, of Snapchat are strange. The fact that you know that freaks me out. You need to tell me about that later. Anyways, um, <laughs> there's a story behind that. The, yeah, the Trust me, I know. Okay, stares so off I wanted distance. to get an A. I sent my professor going my to D. Wyatt, one, uh, not gonna say his last name. Going to my friend Wyatt. Um, is that a good one? <sighs> oh man, I'm uh, pregnant. Who? My. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't see. Need what... to explain. You doesn't. You don't need context. You just see the photo and. Like, I was in that picture, so I could just send a picture of all of us. <laughs> dude, make her guess which one it is, and then follow it up with that. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Oh my god. I actually have that photo on my phone, so that's what I'm gonna do. I feel many emotions right now. Okay, dude. This is just. Good. I feel. I feel weird because this is taking a long time to do. Um, but this is totally worth it. So I'm going. She's to go probably to... expecting. This a, is a finale. I was uh, not picture of the. Oh, yeah. neither. Absolutely. This is. She replied heck of fast. Dude, again, you were like, Dude, "Hey, kudos we kudos to that... her. Kudos to her. She replied fast. She responds faster than my fiance. Yeah, she yeah. replies faster than I reply, and I'm always on my phone. So that's. Uh, a fast impressive. response implies desperation. So you should be happy. Yeah, well, thank totally you. I don't know if that's right totally now. true, but I'm going to take it as fact. It is the, the fact that she was like Baxter, that sounds like a bunny. I go at it like a bunny. No, I just no. she's she was just probably like ooh Baxter. Dude, again, like the whole we met at a party while back. She's probably already thinks they hooked up. Oh yeah, absolutely. Or had a great game of Scrabble where they talked about the uh, climate change the way it's affecting blind orphans. Maybe it's just a really spiritually enriching moment. Maybe the party was actually but now it's probably someone throwing some card. So I just sent her that right the entirety of. The... I'm digging. And then it. what do I do? What do I do? She's like, which one's you? Yeah, if she says which one's you, then just respond with a picture of Wyatt. That okay. way she's not onto your trail. All right, so I'm going to... Uh... Wyatt, your body has been chosen. Or you could be preemptive and send her the picture of Wyatt and then be like, like LMFAO, didn't realize that was a group picture. Yeah, or okay, like so that. I'm going into Sorry, edit. love. I'm going into edit right now um, so I can cut it down. Yeah. So we'll go in here. we we'll go to... Uh, I kind of want to just like... Just be sure I to text Wyatt. This... Just I... be like, hey, Wyatt, can you take a picture of you holding up two fingers? Be like... It's me. Yeah, Hold up a piece of paper that says Baxter um, on it. Oh my lord, that'd be terrible. For such a beautiful man, no, 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 he really no. does not take many risks. No, he's he a doesn't. very polite, pilgrim-esque Absolute, individual. Absolutely, he's also a virgin. Um, Good for him. Yeah, he's super, super great. Anyways, I took these photos for him, so I actually have the original. 
She, if There's she's... a lot of questions, but that's fine. You already said he's a virgin, so I don't have to ask too many. Yeah, anyways. Um... No, put the honey on your chest. She's, <sighs> she's not from a lack you. of trying. So she didn't reply yet. She probably will, and I will... This will be the next episode. It's... Well, that's the same. May as well leave on a cliffhanger, because it's no fun just giving all the answers away. Dum, 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 dum. What'll happen next? This is... Will Andrea uh... sleep with Baxter? Did she already respond? Interesting. We will tell you what just happened on the next episode. So if you ever had a reason to listen, figuring out how hungry, thirsty, and or carnivorous this individual is. Individuals. Oh. Wait. Yes, stay tuned. Well, tune in for the next Pop Culture Podcast where things get sensual. Hopefully not. See you later, friends.